Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to the Husband Coach's Corner. Today, we're talking about commitment. Now, before we dive into that, I do want to talk about a few things. One, if you're trying to get a hold of me, email me, husbandcoach2020 at gmail.com. That's going to be down in the show notes or the description, whatever it may be, so you can get in contact with me. Now, if you want to support the show, over on Spotify, there's listener support, and I greatly appreciate it. It just helps me continue with the production of this podcast, as well as paying for some of the things that I need to, to work the admin in the back end of keeping this podcast up and running. No commitment or requirement, I should say, for anyone to do that. However, if you do, I greatly appreciate it, and it just keeps this podcast rolling. Then the last thing that I'll mention is about mid-March, there's going to be a Patreon, and that's going to be for the people who want to go one step further. For those of you who remember, I used to have a website, and now I don't have the website anymore just because it wasn't consistent enough for me to justify paying for the hosting. However, I will move a lot of the things that were on the website into a Patreon account so if that's something you're interested in, then you'll be able to get access to it uh, for a monthly fee. And it'll be a fairly inexpensive fee for the content that you're going to get and the value that you're going to get out of being in the Patreon community. So if that's something you're interested in, just be on the lookout. Like I said, that'll be coming out mid-March, maybe uh, around the 20th. I don't know exactly the date that I'm going to launch that but I am working that right now. And as many of you know, I'm the I'm a solo person, solo creator, and I everything I do, I do here uh, by myself. So it takes time, all right? It takes time. Now, let's dive into the episode and grab my phone here with all of my notes because I wanna stay on topic because I think it's really important for us to understand why commitment matters, but more importantly, why commitment to ourselves matters so much. There's so many people that uh, I talk to that make commitments to themselves and then they back away from them as soon as a problem comes up. Now, one thing that you will probably already know if you've lived a couple days is you'll make a plan and you'll say, yep, I'm going to do this. And then a problem's going to come up. That doesn't mean you should just back away and say, okay, I'm not going to do that. Instead, what that means is, and we'll talk about this a little bit later, is you need to reshape what that commitment looks like to make sure that you still meet the core essence of that commitment. All right, this is important because if we can't keep up with commitments to ourselves, how are we going to keep up to a commitment that we make to our wife? And that could be something as simple as, hey, you got a honeydew list. Your wife says, can you do something? Clean out the garage. 
and you say, yep, I'll clean out the garage on Saturday, barring a crazy emergency that takes you away, you should be able to go in there and clean out that garage if you made the commitment, all right? Now, there could be some small inconsistent things that come up, but if you caught my last episode, knowing what your priorities are allows you to say yes to the things that you need to say yes to, which in this case, if the boys come up and they say, hey, let's go play ball for a minute, well, figure out how you can fit that in. And if not, then you say, no, I got to take care of this thing in the garage, all right? There's something that I'm guilty of myself, by the way, where when I make a commitment to my wife and it doesn't seem like it's a big deal, because guys, let me tell you, most of the time when we make a commitment or we agree to do something for our wife, and we see it as like a minor thing, like, hey, can you take the trash out? Yeah. And then you forget to take the trash out. And the next day, your wife is like completely upset with you. And you're like, whoa, what is going on? And it's like, you forgot to take the trash out. There's a reason why this matters, all right? In your wife's mind, you let her down, she can't trust you with something as simple as taking out the trash. So when we don't follow through on our commitments, man, we are hurting our relationships. And that's the reason why I'm making this episode, uh, because we want to make sure that we're not hurting our wives and hurting our relationships and causing conflict unnecessarily, all right? It's easier to tell your wife, like, and I'm not, I'm not encouraging this, by the way, it's easier to tell your wife, I'm not going to take out the trash then tell her you will, and then you don't do it. That's like 15 times worse than just saying, no, nah, I don't feel like taking the trash out, all right? Now, I'm not encouraging that, by the way. I'm just letting you know that your wife can receive that a lot better because that manages her expectations. And this is also the reason why we have to keep our commitments, all right? And I should be following my notes, but I'm just going with it right now. Um, the reason we have to follow through with our commitments is because it manages our wife's expectations of what it is that we do. It manages our own expectations. If we can't commit to ourselves and follow through with it, then we don't have confidence in our own ability to do the things that we say, in which case that becomes a part of our character. And when that becomes a part of your character, it's so much harder to actually follow through on things for someone else. So this is the reason why I actually started this particular episode. I was talking with a friend and he was telling me like, now that there's the transfer portal in NCAA football, uh, he was telling me how he was so upset that people who were committed to his team, which was Alabama, I think, uh, don't know exactly, but doesn't matter for the point of this story, is the fact that these students, these kids, they were committed to going to Alabama. And when Nick Saban decided to leave or retire, the students, they opted for the transfer portal. And that got me thinking, like, how many times do we as men opt for the transfer portal with our commitments to ourselves and even worse, and or, you know, maybe not worse, but indifferent or very close second. I'll put it like that. 
uh, we transfer our commitment of what we were supposed to do for our wives. So that's kind of where this this episode's coming from. And hopefully this is something that every man who listens to this podcast, this particular episode, can take some time and reflect and say, okay, how committed am I to myself on the things that I care about? So first note that I have here is why should you, why should I even care about commitment? The first thing is it builds trust in the relationship. I think that everybody wants to build trust in the relationship, even your own relationship with yourself, all right? Yes, we are in relationship with ourselves. The things that go through our minds, that's a part of our relationship. And if we can't trust what it is that we're thinking, that we're going to follow through with it, then we really get crippled and we don't even try. This happens to so many people, and I don't want it to happen to you. I don't want it to happen to me. So that's one reason why. It also builds confidence in the relationship. Again, building that confidence is so important. When you tell your wife that you're going to do something and you follow through, she's going to have confidence that she can uh, not only trust you, but that it's going to happen and it's going to happen in a, in a way that is pleasing and satisfying to her. Same idea. When you have confidence in your own commitments to yourself, then you also know that you're going to follow through and it's going to be done to a certain standard that's going to bring, uh, you know, peace and freedom to yourself. The other reason builds connections in the relationship. Now, this is more uh, specific to the relationship between you and your wife. When you build relationships with your wife or build a relationship and that connection, it's going to lead to more intimacy, all right? And when I say intimacy, if this is your first time hearing any of my podcasts, I'm not talking about sex. I'm talking about your overall relationship and closeness with your wife. And let me tell you, following through on a commitment builds intimacy uh, almost just as good as doing a general act of kindness or whatever it may be, all right? When you are building your connections, using uh, going through commitments, you're going to build that intimacy in a very different way, but a very important way, all right? It also builds consistency in your relationship. If you want consistency in your relationship, follow through on the commitments that you make. And you should be making commitments with your wife, all right? And I'm not saying like the commitment to marry her, right? That's already done. You already said I do. Now what I'm talking about is making or being consistent in like following through on the honey-do list like I mentioned earlier. Picking the kids up from practice if that's what you agreed to do. Whatever it may be. You got to make sure that you're consistent, all right? And when you follow through, it shows that you you can be consistent. And the number one thing that builds any relationship is consistency. Now, consistency can also work the opposite way, right? If you're consistently breaking your commitments, guess what? You're not going. You're going to get the inverse of all of these things. You're not going to have trust. You're not going to have confidence. You're not going to have connection or intimacy because no one can trust you. And no one likes a wishy-washy person. And when it comes to females, 
and 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 men, right? This is a conversation I have with my wife often is if I say I'm going to do something, I have to do it. Because if I don't do it, then that becomes a scar. Because the next time I say something, she's going to remember, well, you said you were going to do that other thing and you haven't done that. So, men, we have to follow through. All right? Or, like I said before, just say you're not going to do it. Manage those expectations. And then the last thing is about loyalty. Shows loyalty and helps you set the correct priorities in your relationship. I think that that one is self-explanatory, so I'm not going to dive any deeper into that. I'm just going to jump right into my next comment or my next uh, segment, which is the commitment you make to yourself is the single most important commitment that sets the foundation for your commitment to marriage. So now we, we already know why commitment is important. So now we need to talk about why committing to ourselves and following through with it is important. So the first thing, we have to commit to growing, right? If you're not committed to growth, this is a commitment that every man should make. I'm committed to growing. I personally make this commitment to myself and I renew it every single week, all right? Many of you know that I'm a big proponent of journaling, writing things down, and every week, I write down a commitment statement and it's really simple, right? But it's always targeted around growth, all right? So we have to be committed to growing. We have to be committed to developing and building ourselves if we wanna bring value and change to our marriage. You have to, because if you stay in the same place and five years go by, you're probably not going to be the husband that your wife needs you to be uh, because like I mentioned before, we go through seasons and based off of the season that we're in, we need to do certain things. Like right now, I'm in a season of uh, regaining my health, if you will. So I'm in a fitness season, right? I'm committed to developing my health, which is why I decided for five days, minimum out of the week, I'm going to do some form of exercise. I'm going to work out. I'm going to get my health in line. That may not be a commitment that you need to make. That may be something that you need to make. But at the end of the month or at the end of every week, I look back at myself and I say, okay, what did I do this week? How well did I follow through on that commitment? And then I recommit to it. So it's like this new and fresh thing. I'm renewing my agreement with myself every single week. I happen to do it on Sundays because we observe the Sabbath on Saturday and the first day of the week for me is on Sunday. So that's my reflection day. And then I usually work out Monday through Friday. All right. Sometimes I work out on Sunday. It just depends. But that's something that you have to be committed to growth. And if you're not, you're going to find yourself in a really, really hard place. But because you're listening to this podcast, I'm pretty confident that you are committed to growth because that's what this whole podcast is about. That's what I'm going to encourage you to do. Second thing, when we back out on a commitment to ourselves, it opens the gates for an opportunity to back out on the commitment we made to our wife. I talked about this earlier. This goes into our character. 
It goes into our habits. And habits are a wonderful thing. But if you start to develop bad habits, it starts to develop bad results in your relationship. The point here is when you are telling your wife or when you back out of a commitment to yourself. So if I tell myself, like I make the commitment on Sunday, if I tell myself I'm going to work out five days a week and I only work out four, that you know, and barring that there was no emergency, right? Because if there's an emergency that gets in the way, that's completely different. But if I work out four times in the week, I have to reassess that. This is also the other reason why I'm checking every Sunday. Uh, I have to reassess, like, why did I miss that fourth day or that fifth day? Now, that may be something that's not a big deal because it was just oversight. It's a thing that happens, uh, and I'm not going to beat myself up over that. However, if I make a commitment to work out five days a week and I don't work out at all that week and I had the opportunity, this is important. If I had the opportunity to follow through on the commitment, but I chose not to, that is going to impact my character. It's going to impact my habits and it's going to destroy me. That is what we want to combat here in today's episode. All right. So I'll read that again. When we back out on a commitment to ourselves, it opens the gates for an opportunity to back out on the commitment we made to our wife. If you start to build that momentum of backing out on commitments, at some point, the thought's going to cross your mind that you want to back out on the commitment to your wife. Now, I'm not saying like cheating, but it could happen that way. What I'm saying is your wife tells you something, you say, yeah, I'll do that. And then you decide, nah, I'm not going to go do that. That's the problem. We want to overcome that. All right. So the last thing that I'll say about commitments to yourself is whenever you make one, it should be for you and for your gain, not for someone else. All right. There's a lot of people that they believe in having an accountability partner and making a commitment to whatever the gain is for themselves to that person. And because of the fact that it's a third party and there's some uh, idea that because I'm being held accountable by someone else, I'm gonna be more likely to do it, is actually a crutch in my opinion, all right? We as men have to find the intestinal fortitude and the personal character to propel ourselves. Now, I'm not saying that it's a bad idea to share with someone else and bring them along in the journey and tell them what's going on and ask them to encourage you and things like that, having check-ins and things like that. And maybe even having them say, hey, uh, can you just kick me in the butt from time to time to make sure that I stay on track with this? That's not a problem. But where the problem really comes in is a lot of people are making commitments to others because they're not fully committed to themselves. So they're fooling themselves. And that's a dangerous place to be. You're not going to get the, the result that you're looking for when you do that. So I don't recommend it. Not one bit.
So we talked a lot about the importance of commitment. We talked about why you shouldn't fail on a commitment to yourself. So what do I do to keep my commitments to myself? Now, this could work for you, but I want you to hear the idea and then figure out what makes sense for you as the individual, because you have to figure out how to keep commitments to yourself. All right. I've worked through this for me and I'm still refining it. And I just want to give an idea. So the first thing, whenever I come across a challenge, I always say, all right. And when I say a challenge, I mean something that is in opposition to me fulfilling my commitment or something that's going to hinder me fulfilling my commitment. What I do is I say, okay, how can I rearrange the priorities in my day so I can follow through with my commitment? So working out, this happens quite frequently, all right? Um, I have a set time that I like to work out. And now I've actually, uh, over the two and a half weeks, three weeks, whatever we are at this point that I started to work on my health, I decided that I'm gonna put two blocks on my calendar and it makes it easier for me to flex. Now, my, my first block is always going to be in the morning. Uh, and the reason for that is I don't really care to work out. I do enjoy long runs, but I don't really care for lifting weights and stuff like that. So I know that when I wake up, if I do it first thing in the morning, that's done for the day. And when I complete something that is a challenge for me to even complete, and I follow through on that commitment, I get the momentum for the day, all right? Now, that's why, again, I want, I'm sharing the idea with you because some people, you know, that, that's a whole nother uh, idea of growth, of gaining momentum early in the morning so that way you have it throughout the day. Because if I wait until the, the entire day happens for me and I work out at five o'clock, well, I'm less likely, I know this about myself, I'm less likely to want to go work out. Now, ironically, the week of me recording this episode, I've been working out at 4.30 in the afternoon every day, and it's just been working. But the morning is the best time for me to get my workouts in. Now, that's something that I just learned over uh, reviewing my commitments every single week, like I mentioned earlier. However, the next thing that I do whenever I set a commitment, and this is super, super important, I always tell myself that I'm going to do it. All right. I don't make a commitment to myself on Sunday that I know I have zero intentions of doing throughout the week. I'm not going to commit to myself just to make me feel better about myself. That doesn't make sense. I need to commit to myself to do the thing so that way I get the result that I'm looking for at the end. If I say I'm going to work out and I know I have no intentions of working out, when I set that commitment, I'm lying to myself. And why would you lie to yourself? That to me makes no sense. I don't understand it. If anyone can explain it to me, 
send me an email. Let me know in the comment section on YouTube. Why would you lie to yourself? It doesn't make sense to me. So those are the two things that I do to maintain commitments. Now, there's there's more stuff that I do, but I don't want to drag this episode out any longer than it needs to be. Essentially, I sit down on Sunday. I say, okay, I'm going to make this commitment. I'm going to do this. And I say, and I'm sorry, there is one more thing. I plan out how I'm going to do the commitment. And that's where that uh, that weekly calendar comes in where I put the workout time in the mornings and I say, okay, when I wake up at 5.30, I'm going to go work out somewhere between 6.30 and 7, just depends on the day, and I'm going to go get my workout done. So that's done for the day. And then I'm going to go to work. I'm going to go do all the other things that I need to do, family activities, whatever it may be. But I know that I've completed the commitment that I made, at least that commitment. There's other commitments that I have, but at least that commitment is done and I know that I'm good. But if in the morning that doesn't work because stuff happens, I get lazy. Well, I know that I have a evening opportunity for me to go and make a uh, to go and finish that commitment or fulfill that commitment. And that's where that five o'clock window comes in. But I don't want to use that five o'clock window as much as I possibly can. And I put a lot of emphasis on not going to five o'clock, except for this week, which this week it's been working out for me to work out between 4.30 and 5.30. So with that being said, I'm going to end the podcast here. If you found value in this, please interact with it. However, the platform that you're listening to it on allows for subscribing, following, commenting, whatever it may be, liking, rating, send me an email. If you got questions, comments, concerns, if you got things that you want to hear me talk about and help you through, then please send me an email, let me know, and I'll do what I can to make that a thing. And until next time. I want you guys to find a way to love your wife every day. Peace.